Hey girl, how's it going? I hope you're having a great day. Um, summer, summertime madness. We're not going to say summertime sadness, okay? Can we just um, all come together and collectively agree that uh, summertime sadness is not a thing in the 2022 season? Nope, not having it. Um, summertime madness, though, we'll have tea with her. Anyways, today... Um, keeping up with the chaos. Oh my God. That's that. That should be its own podcast. If it's not already keeping up with the chaos. And it could be like about this, like, I don't know. We're not going to draft the storyline for that. That's, that can be somebody else's job. But, um, today (laughs) episode 35, uh, we're going to be talking about evergreen sales um, during the holiday season because right now we are planning for the upcoming Christmas and winter holiday time frame, timeline. Like it's happening right now. Um, this week we're talking about evergreen sales. Next week we're talking about holiday bulb planters. Um, and the reason that is is because, you know, we, we are in such a very large and diverse industry. And in order for us to get our orders in, um, for the farms and the farmers to have enough time to accommodate and grow and process and import and all those things, we really need to be getting our orders in way far in advance. Um, and, and evergreens are no different. So, um, let's dive in. First of all, my name is Drew. (laughs) It's lovely to have you here. Um, this is the Between Me and Drew podcast with Clara Joyce Flowers. Clara Joyce Flowers is my uh, cut flower farm that I have the honor and privilege of owning and operating with an incredible group of people that work here. Uh, we have so many incredibly talented and dedicated members of our crew that I am so, so fortunate to have. Uh, we also do a full wedding and event industry uh, or wedding and event business as well. Um, in addition to the cut flower production that we do. Um, currently we're at about nine acres in field production and 20,000 square feet of greenhouse space. Um, so we've got a lot moving, a lot of moving parts. Um, things never stop. We just take a little bit of a breather and then we, we keep rolling. So we're definitely, uh, gearing up towards, um, the summertime chaos right now for sure. So, um, I've got today's episode broken out into three different parts. Um, we're going to talk about planning, um, marketing, and then producing as well. Um, so we'll, we'll cover a few little tips and tricks, um, along the way. And, um, I'm super excited. So let's get this uh, puppy rolling. Um, So when we are talking about evergreens, um, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, We're talking about, or I'm talking about, um, things like wreaths, Christmas wreaths, uh, Christmas centerpieces, um, patio planters, door swags, little grab-and-go centerpieces, things like hanging baskets for Christmas. All of those things are going to kind of fall into this topic. Um, And the reason that is is because there is a lot of leeway, um, creativity, and also shelf life that comes with working with evergreens. And I feel like um, the evergreen industry – um, is, is really here for us. 
Um, and I say that in because or with, let's try that again. Um, I say that because evergreens are so versatile. They come in an endless array of varieties, textures, elements, color, um, all of those things. Um, it's an incredibly grounded and grounding material. Um, and it's, it's so versatile and readily available and wonderful. Um, so I'm super, super excited. Um, now it can be a little bit of a daunting task to plan for something that is months and months in advance. Um, but really quite frankly, um, that's our job. Okay. Uh, that's what we do on a daily basis. And if you're new to this and you've not gone through a holiday season, you're not quite sure what your clientele will be like, this is a great learning opportunity for you. Okay. There really is no course. There is no school. There is no really anything that you can go to or pay someone money to tell you everything you need to know on how to do what we do. Okay, um, so once you wrap your mind around that, then it becomes a lot easier to kind of view fuck ups as your tuition. Okay, um, you're not paying someone three thousand dollars a semester to learn this, but you are buying product, you are growing, you are making investments, and some of those things are going to be fabulous, and they're going to work, and you're going to make money, and there are going to be times when shit goes wrong, and that's fine, okay? That's how we learn. That's how we learn what not to do to fix it for the next round. So when it comes to trying to figure out how many things you're going to sell, um, how many greens you need to pre-order, etc. Um, that can be a daunting challenge. Okay. Um, when I first started doing evergreens, I really had no idea what the hell I was doing. I didn't know who the hell was going to buy my stuff. I didn't know. I didn't have any of that really figured out because in those first few years, our flowers, um, weren't necessarily being bought by a bunch of local people. Um, it was selling wholesale, it was direct to grocery store, it was, you know, at farmer's market. Um, and that is one of the interesting things about evergreens when we're selling, you know, wreaths and centerpieces, etc. Um, and I should preface this, this is primarily to direct to the consumer. So more so of a, a retail situation. Um, by the time our evergreen season rolls around, farmer's markets around here are done. Okay, farmer's markets are a seasonal thing um, here. Um, so that kind of clientele uh, or outlet is no longer an option. Um, it's very uh, difficult or challenging to compete with a $12 wreath at the grocery store. Um, so we're probably not going to try and do a whole lot there. Um, and a lot of times the florists that we usually sell to during the main growing season, so right now, um, they've already got, you know, all of their other goodies lined up from other people when it comes to, to evergreens. Um, so that really kind of, you know, uh, presents us, presents us with, um, kind of the equation that we need to follow for who we are selling to. Um, which makes it a little bit easier 
um, but it still doesn't give us a definite answer. Um, so in order for us to get an answer, we need to kind of take a few leap of, leaps of faith. Um, and uh, there's no shame in starting small your first few seasons. I promise you of that, okay? So having the goal of selling 12 or 20 or 50 wreaths um, and selling, you know, 15 centerpieces, um, that's that's fantastic. That's a great place to start because you know what? If you can do that and you can sell all that stuff this year and then you can still continue to build that following that you have during the main growing season when you have beautiful flowers, um, that's only going to expand your holiday sales year after year, okay? Um, so yes, starting with, you know, 12 to 15 wreaths, um, 15 centerpieces, uh, 10 door swags, etc. Um, that's fantastic. Totally great place to start. Um, now there are all the other little tidbits that go along with greens. Um, and I, and I don't want to necessarily get too specific on this is our recipe for a wreath. This is our recipe for a door swag. This is a blah, 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 because that changes all the time. Okay. Um, we're using pretty much anything we can get our hands on except for blue spruce. Um, we're, you know, we are foraging a lot of our own evergreen. We're using Arborvita. Um, if you don't have the ability to forage um, for your own evergreens, finding a tree farm that's close to you, that can ship to you, um, something, that's going to be a great, great option. Um, and if you don't have the ability to go direct to a farm, um, your floral wholesalers will have tons tons and tons of greens uh, during the holiday season. And many of them, if not all of them, um, will usually have a pre-booking special. So, you know, it might roll out in September or October, um, but they'll roll out, roll out a pre-booking um, list. Basically what that is, and, and we work off of pre-book lists a lot when it comes to, floor, to wholesalers. Um, you know, if you pre-book three cases of this and five cases of this and four cases of that and a case of that, you're going to get better pricing on that. Um, and our wholesaler, depending on the season and what the sale is, they have like incentives. So like for every five cases of greens that you buy, you get a pizza or for every 10 cases of product you get, you get a sweatshirt, you know, stuff like that. Um, so that is definitely an option when it comes to sourcing as well. Um, when it comes to the the dogwood twigs or the curly willow twigs or the little red ilex berries, that's all going to be additional. Um, the holiday season is really a great way to justify growing woody plants. Um, and willows in particular, uh, which we just covered not that long ago. It's episode 32. Uh, actually, 33. My bad. Um, in episode 33, we break down um, how we grow willows, the different kinds of willows that we grow. Um, but the dogwoods, uh, super curl red, uh, curly willow, uh, amazing, amazing to add into um, all of your evergreen stuff for 
the the holiday season um and if you're doing patio pots um or or reeds and making curls with the the twigs um it's fantastic and if you're growing it you have access to that product so you're going to be using it um, i find that if i'm growing something and i have it available to me in larger volumes i'm going to use more of it rather than me having to buy in something and use it in that same consistency or in that same volume um just because it, it's easier for me to visualize that cost um, when I have to buy something in. And when I'm making a recipe or I'm making something, I'm keeping profitability, uh, usually, I should say. <laughs> I'm usually keeping profitability um, and just my costs um, at the forefront of my mind because I want to know, um, you know, if I'm adding in Ilex berries that I had to buy for $2 or $1.50 or whatever per stem, you know, how many of those am I really using? And then if I'm buying in greens, you know, how much is that costing me? And if I'm buying in XYZ, all of those little things add up. Um, so we have to really, really keep that uh, little tidbit of information um, in mind. Because if we're wanting to, to do this as a business and, and make money at this, profitability is important. Um, when it comes to, oh, I want to deviate from this for just a second. Um, if you don't have a great source for certain things, let's say Ilex berries in particular. If you're not familiar, um, Ilex berries, also known as winter berry, um, is a really bright red, beautiful botanical. Um, and it is a deciduous deciduous shrub, so it loses its foliage uh, in the winter, um, and it, it leaves, the female plants leave uh, these b beautiful berries still attached to the twigs. Um, it's very, very common. Um, however, if you don't have a great source for that, um, and it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to get it to you, um, you do have a little bit of a choice. Um, we use a lot of artificial uh, when it comes to evergreen season. Um, the most common thing that we use that's fake or, or plastic um, is the the red berry um, that we have. And it comes pre-wired on a, on a pick. Um, and so it's very, very easy for us to use. It's very easy for us to incorporate into swags, wreaths, whatever. Um, so you can get them from any craft store. You can go straight to the distributor if you want. Um, there are tons and tons of wholesale um, silk or, or plastic, fake, faux, whatever you want to call it, um, but plant distributors, okay? Um, tons. Just Google. Closest to me, XYZ. Um, and then Google will, I'm for sure, positive. Google will give you many options, um, and you can pick the best one that's for you. Um, most of those wholesalers do require you to set up an account, so you'll have to have an EIN number, um, which is a, a federal business thing, um, but once you have that, you are good to go, and then you'll unlock pricing, and you can see all the fun things. So, um, I kind of lost track here. Oof. Okay, so we've talked about um, product sourcing, um, things we should know, things we should keep in mind, um, evergreens, dogwoods, the little red berries, um, pine cones are huge as well. If you don't have a great source for pine cones locally, your floral wholesaler is going to be a great 
great place to source those from. Um, you will be able to buy pine cones pre-picked, so there will be a, a, a wood skewer, basically, um, already attached to a pine cone. So that is an option. Um, or you can buy them without the pick, and then you wire them on by um, manually. So that's an option as well. If you are not using your local wholesaler a lot during like the main summer season, using them and relying on them as a resource during the winter season is not a bad thing. And um, if you're looking at that relationship from like a strategic perspective or with a strategic mindset, um, there are things that your wholesaler has available that will help you during the main season. And that primarily is... Uh, in the form of a price list, okay? So if you don't quite know what you should be pricing something at um, or, you know, something is exceptional and you want to know, like, the base price to build off of, um, off of the wholesale open market, um, your wholesaler will give that to you. But if you are always the one in the relationship who's taking and never giving, um it can be a little suspicious sometimes. Uh, not saying that uh, we have anybody that does that to us. But um, yeah, so um, using your wholesaler during the winter season um, is a great, great thing to do. So keep them happy. Uh, keep that relationship between the two of you um, strong and stable. And uh, you'll be good to go. One other thing that I think is super, super important regardless of the season or what the holiday is um, marketing and selling your product is huge um, we do a lot of pretty much any holiday um, based on a pre-sale um, so we we pre-sell reads we'll pre-sell door swags we'll pre-sell you know a, a holiday shipped bouquet we'll pre-sell you know all of these things, which really is fantastic for us because it gives us kind of a, a baseline. Um, like, okay, if we sell uh, 35 door swags in a pre-sale, then we know that those 35 are already paid for so that when it comes time for us to go pick up our evergreens or have our evergreens delivered to us, we can use that money right away. We can use that pre-sale money to pay that invoice and then all the extra product that we've purchased because we purchased more than what we already have sold because we're planning on other people purchasing as well. Um, then all of that additional product that's already now paid for um, is good to go. Is that the most safest? Is that the safest mindset to be in all the time? No, it's not. And here's why. Um, if you are looking at let's say 200 pounds of evergreen that's already been paid for um you you still need to think about you know how much that costs per pound um so if if your project that you're working on your centerpiece whatever takes two pounds of greens know that that's a dollar or 75 cents or whatever whatever the poundage works out to be based on the uh the the type of green that you purchased um so do know that even though it's already paid for, it's not free, okay? <laughs> you still have to make money off of that. Um, but when it comes to um, selling 
the evergreen product. Um, there's a few things that I like to talk about. Um, fresh, 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 fresh. We're making these to order. We're making these in small batches. Um, little buzzwords like that. Unique is another big one. Um, you know, what are you doing? How are you making your arrangement different than what they can buy at Walmart? I'll be very honest with you. I was absolutely gooped last year. I was shook when I saw the week after I had posted our brass hoop wreath thing that we made uh, with evergreens. I was walking into Walmart. You know what they had? They had reeds on brass hoops. And I was like, oh my God, which that was going to be like my whole shtick for those brass hoops <laughs> was can't get this at the box store. And the box stores are like, bitch, try again. Um, so with that, you, you know, always be resilient, find something new, find something else, you know, a different combo, um, work in dried elements. Um, we used a lot of cotton last Christmas time, uh, Christmas season, um, we had like a dried neutral wreath and we also had like a festive pinecone wreath. So the dried neutral was cotton, dried flowers, a mobium with like a white ribbon. And the festive pinecone was, you know, more of your traditional reds, uh, pine cones, red berries with a red bow. Um, so having options. Um, but with that in mind, with like the options and unique things and et cetera, um, if you're doing this on a pre-sale or you're, you're selling these online, um, you really have to keep in mind that people are going to expect what you sell. And if you are selling one image, that is what people are going to expect to receive. Um, and uh, that can be challenging for sure when it comes to the Christmas season because not every evergreen looks the same. Not every pine cone looks the same. Um, so really, really, you know, figuring out your processes of, okay, I want to I wanna have choices for my customers um, which I think is a good thing. Um, but at the same time, I also know that I can't be making 15 different styles of door swag and expect that to go well. So let's just focus on two. Okay. We'll have a door swag with, um, dogwood cane hoops and pine cones with a red bow, uh, like a Buffalo plaid bow. And then we'll have another option where it's an evergreen door swag with pine cones and a some other kind of bow. Okay. You got two options. They both look different. One's got the willow, one's got the pine cones with a different bow. Um, and just focus on those two things because you, door swags probably are not the only thing that you're going to be making either. So don't feel like you have to make every single thing unique just focus on making it good. Okay, great. Might be a better word. Um, another thing to keep in mind when it comes to marketing um, is that evergreens are very easy to ship. They, they, they don't really go bad um, in a short amount of time. Uh, they are very shelf-stable. They're very easy to position in a box, um, which that makes them very, very conducive to transport long distances, um, via shipping, if that's something that you're open to, um, which is, 
something that we've definitely grown to rely on for our business um, just because our following um, and the, our supporters, people that love our farm, they're not all local, okay? Yes, there are people that will travel long distances to come to, you know, a holiday open house um, and shop our studio, etc. Um, but not everybody's going to make that trek. So in order for us to get that wreath or get that door swag or get that planter or whatever, um, shipping it to them is honestly our next best bet, okay? Um, and uh, we do it a lot. And it's very easy, very, very easy to set up on your website. Um, our retail website um, is set up through Squarespace. Squarespace was the original uh, website host that I used from the very beginning back when I was doing vegetables and then it transitioned into flowers. Um, so I feel very, very comfortable with the Squarespace interface um, for retail. Um, so if you have Squarespace, I think you're in a very good position. Um, you can customize your shipping options. You can um, do all of those things on the back end that make it very, very um, easy very great consumer uh, and customer experience through that platform. So I love that. Um, I think that I want to kind of move on with this, this uh, conversation and talk about producing. Um, we are to a point at our farm where it's no longer just one or two people doing everything. Um, and uh, if you're not at that or in that place where we are, that's okay, all right, because not everybody is always on the same mile of the race. We're all still running the same race. We're on the same track. We're just not all at the same spot, and that's totally fine. Um, the reason that producing and, and evergreen production is important and is a, a topic um, for this episode um, is because we do need to keep a level of consistency, like I, I just mentioned. Um, yes, it's fantastic to be able to make a few pieces that are truly unique and special, and you can charge more for them, absolutely. Um, but if we are, you know, selling large volumes of one style, we need that to be consistent. Um, so that's where it comes down to making recipes, um, following uh, a model, making a guide for your employees, your creators, your crafters, um, and being there to help teach them. Um, you know, instead of placing all of this pine cones exactly the same on a wreath, in order to make it look a little more natural, why don't you turn them at a little bit of an angle when you attach them? Um, or how you need to fan out your greens when you're attaching them to a door swag base or, you know, certain ways that you can um, maneuver um, a big chunk of greens into a patio pot or porch pot in order to get the uh, most bang for your buck from a production perspective. Um, you know, in different ways, you can cut it to still get that full effect um, and not be going through as much or so much material. Um, so just little things like that. Also, when it comes to production, evergreens are very forgiving, like straight up. Um, you can store them in a cooler for a very long time. If it's cold and snowy, you can leave that shit outside and it is totally fine, okay? Um, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine if it gets snowed on. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. I promise you. 
it's going to be fine. Um, so what that means is that you can make up your bases for your patio pots quite a ways in advance if you have a place to store them that's cool. Um, I think it's a great option to do. You can get all those pots pre-filled with soil. You know, if you know that, that uh, Thanksgiving is slow for you, uh, for flowers, maybe just do a little bit of effort for Thanksgiving and then push, push, push for holiday, for Christmas, uh, winter holiday. Um, so during that, you know, Thanksgiving time when you've got your field wrapped up, everything's done, um, and you've got maybe a part-time helper or a full-time employee that might, might be needing something to do before um, they get laid off, have them fill these pots, have them start processing evergreens, you know, go out there and start harvesting willow, wire pine cones, um, paint the berries if they came in the wrong color. Um, there's so many different things that can be done that is, that are preparatory for the winter season. Um, and I think that's one of the most wonderful things about it is that there are so many different elements that go into that time of year that can be done now, okay? So we've already got most of our hard goods um, on site for the Christmas season. So if we know that we've got a few days of rain and we're caught up in the greenhouses on weeding um, and it's really, quite frankly, miserable in the field, um, we're wiring pine cones for Christmas or we are, you know, painting berries it's quite quite a real thing <laughs> because it needs to be done um and if we can do it now and put it back in a box and then it's ready to go for us there is nothing wrong with that at all um so with that in mind love the holiday um also when it comes to producing i i kind of touched on this earlier but sorry could you say that again hmm. <sighs> siri i don't want to talk to you um Keep an eye on your costs. For real. That's a very real thing. Um, if you are doing this on your own, uh, you're a one, one lady show, one man show, one person show, whatever, um, know what you have in your product for cost and know what you need to sell it at to make it worthwhile for you. Um, I would never suggest that you sell something for less than... Um, one times what it took to make it. So if you have $10 in it, never sell it for less than 20, please. I would much prefer you sell it for 30. Um, and kind of keep that general rule of thumb all the way across the board. You know, if you're making a little evergreen centerpiece and you've got um, a small tin, you know, uh, a quart of compost um, maybe a dollar worth of greens, two berry picks, and two curls of willow. You know, tally that up. You know, and, and this is something that you can do way in advance um, because you need to be making your mock-ups like around Halloween time so that you can get them out for marketing and get them on your website and get everything ready to go. So when that's happening, when you're doing those mock-ups, that is a perfect time for you to figure out, okay, if I want to make a hundred of these, then that means that I need 15 cases of this, or I need five cases of this, and then da 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 all the way down the line. 
figure out your total cost, break it out by 100, and there you go. That's what you have per item. And use that as your foundation of how to price your product. Um, let's say you're making centerpieces and you've got 350 in it, okay? Take that times three, all right? That's $12. You, c I promise you, I promise you, if it is a nice-looking centerpiece, you can sell it for a hell of a lot more than $12, okay? Um, so just because I tell you or told you, please charge what you're worth, charge what you need to, um, that that is not the end-all, be-all, okay? So if you can charge more for something in your area based off of your clientele, um, your existing clients, etc., that's your call. You know your people better than I ever will. So that is totally up to you. Um, a few ideas, um, for product up until this point, we've talked a lot about swags, um, porch pots, patio pots. Um, I feel like Melanie from Dahlia May has made the, the patio pot like iconic. And I don't know where she came up with this or how she came up with it. And I'm sure that it's been done before, but Melanie, God bless her amazing woman um with the sap buckets the sap bucket uh pot planter pot oh my god it's so beautiful you know she's got the evergreens uh willows pine cones gorgeous gorgeous okay um that's a great op option um centerpieces have like two choices for centerpieces maybe three have like a you know intro an intermediate and an advanced um all the different price points um kissing balls um there's just so many options so many things um one thing we haven't necessarily touched on is how to automate some of this physical making process um last year we did purchase a wreath wreath making machine um from Mitchell uh Metalworks and it's amazing i love it it's so fantastic. Um, what it is is it is a a, a foot lever action machine um, or lever driven machine that basically takes a crimp um, worth of evergreens, closes these crimps tight, closed around the base of the evergreen, and it attaches it to this base, which you can make into a wreath. Uh, there's wreath bases, different sizes. Um, there's straight uh, bases for door swags. Um, so many different things, and and really, you can be quite creative. I was taking uh, doors or um, wreath rings, uh, cutting one part of it open, and then like bending it into a like a U shape, um, and hanging a bell from it. Uh, there's they were still on my garage not that long ago not gonna lie <laughs> um thank you ashley for throwing those in the dumpster uh much appreciated um but uh yes the wreath making machine is quite lovely uh, i i'm i'm a big fan of the mitchell wreath machine so uh if you are looking to make an investment into your um holiday offerings from an infrastructure perspective that's a great option i would strongly recommend that um yeah i think that covered most of our bases um one thing to kind of keep in mind too is that you're not going to be the only one doing evergreens 
during Christmas. Okay. So just be like very realistic with yourself and say, look, you know, I might not be best suited to compete on wreaths in particular. Okay. Um, because I can buy a, a nice wreath for $20, $20-$30 and it takes a lot of material to make a wreath that looks very nice. So understanding that and kind of making your game plan accordingly is not a bad thing. So instead of making wreaths be your main focus, let's try to diversify that a little bit. Um, door swags are a huge hit. Um, they're a little more cost-effective. Um, people can turn them upside down and stick them in pots. People can hang them on light posts. People can hang them on either side of the garage. People can, you know, whatever. Um, throw in a centerpiece and a hanging basket. Um, tons of people have hanging baskets in the summer, but those hooks and chains on their front porch sit empty over the winter. So take a hanging basket pot, fill it with compost or soil, and fill it full of evergreens and a big red bow and maybe some willow curls and you're good to go, okay? Um, so it's little things like that of thinking to yourself, okay, it's a pretty stupid idea for me to try to compete with Walmart, so let's do it different. Let's do it better. Let's be unique. Let's make it our own um, instead of trying to be the next Jones. So with that, I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. Um, I do hope that our time together has been beneficial for you today. Um, like I said, we didn't necessarily dig too deep into um, you should pay this, you will need to buy from this person, etc. for this topic. Um, so this is very much a intermediate 101. This is kind of how we do it. This is kind of our process, our mentality etc. Um, so use this as you so choose. Um, as always, thank you for being here. Uh, please do follow us on social media. You can find us under Clara Joyce Flowers on Instagram and Facebook. If you have questions or ideas for new topics, you can send those to me via email. Thank you very much. Um, at Drew at ClaraJoyceFlowers.com. Um, on our website, ClaraJoyceFlowers.com, we've got uh, handmade soaps. We've got... Uh, seeds still available if you need summer seeds please do let me know um we've got tons um and just a ton of cool stuff on the website so please check it out um also depending on your streaming platform please feel free to like comment and subscribe to our podcast also i just need to say thank you so much for like everybody who listens regularly and I think more so goes out of their way to say like their appreciation. Um, really, it, it truly does make my day when people are like, Hey, I just want to let you know that like, I love your podcast. Thank you for being so real. Um, it's just like, wow, so cute. So lovely. Very much appreciated. Appreciated. Uh, whatever. Fuck that word. Um, I very much appreciate it. There we go. Love that. Uh, anyway, I got to run. I got 15 things going on right now. And uh, like I said, summertime chaos. I will catch you next week. We're talking about um, holiday bulbs, keeping on with this like pre-planning thing, thought process. Uh, so Amaryllis, paper whites, all that fun jazz. 
and I will see you later. Bye.